there has been some developments with the Trump documents case. You talking about? You talking about the, 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 the leaked tape? <laughs> it wasn't even leaked. Though. <laughs> it was leaked. Was it? It was. Leaked. I think it was just released. Whatever. It was a leak. A leak. Yeah. Yeah. It was a leak. Um. I th- I think we actually ended our our last pod talking about the first indictment. Doc- documents. Yeah. The first oh. indictment. We talked about the documents too. Oh, good. Uh, good job, us ahead of the screen. <laughs> so it, it's come full circle, mm-hmm. right? It's similar to what we talked about previously. There are some new updates, but a lot of things stay the same. Trump is facing 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information, a crime with a maximum sentence of up to 10 years. So basically his whole life. Yeah, the rest of it. (laughs) (laughs) So we knew that. But as as you were saying, there was a funny little... It was hilarious. Yeah. It's probably the funniest leaked tape from Trump. And that's saying a lot. It's probably the funniest one I've heard. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I just found... Isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is, like, highly confidential, yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. Yeah. But look, look at this. Uh, I Wait. think we can probably... Right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a, a yeah. See, as president, I could have deed less. Yeah. Uh, now I can't, you know, but this is yeah, classic. Now, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Hey, bring some, uh, bring some coke in, please. <laughs> so, in the tape, as you just heard, hopefully, uh, Trump thinks it's, it's very interesting. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Isn't that interesting <laughs> that he had classified information? He knew he had classified information. He knew he had classified information. He knew he did not declassify it. And he was showing it off to (laughs) a woman who was interviewing. (laughs) That was interviewing. Well, I just want to point out that one of the better parts of that clip is when you realize that not only is he just showing it a classified document, he's showing the fucking war plan to invade (laughs) Iran. Like a contingency (laughs) plan just in case they need to invade Iran. They have a war plan. That's what he's like. He's like, look at these documents. This wins me my case. I like he said. He's, he's like, I, I was. I just found this, and and we know. You remember? I just found this, and you know that they were being stored in his bathroom. So I like to envision a world where he's sitting on the loo, you know, taking a number two, and he just he doesn't have anything to do. So he just reaches into a box and starts trifling through classified information. <laughs> I really hope that's how it works. That's yeah. probably how it happens. That's definitely how it happened. I also so appreciate that- I appreciate all the rustling of papers, just like like they're <laughs> scattered out on the table. I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. This uh, really took Twitter by storm when it came out, just due to the a humorous nature yeah. of it. Um, but these documents that he had, some of them quite literally contained nuclear information. Yeah, some bad stuff that you probably shouldn't show random reporters and passerbys. Yeah. Probably. It's, it's absolutely insane. Did you guys notice in the photo of the documents lining Trump's Mar-a-Lago bathroom that the documents were actually poking out the top of the shower uh, curtain. 
There is so many documents. There so many. That it went above the shower curtain. It's a it lot of documents. Yeah. Um, notably, though, in this case, Trump is not being charged for the documents that he returned. Right? So he actually returned almost 200 documents when asked. Exactly. What a nice he, guy. He wanted to keep the rest, you know, some, some well, for himself. He earned it. <laughs> he earned he earned those. And I think that is an interesting point because Trump keeps talking about, or you hear Republicans talk about, like, well, why, or Mike Pence had documents in his house and Biden has documents all over the place. Why aren't they being charged? And you see, like, if if he would have just returned them when they asked, then he wouldn't be charged with anything. Everything would be fine. This wouldn't even be a case. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All he had to do was give them back. All he had to do was just give them back when they asked for them and not try and <laughs> hide them in his bathroom. The thing about the Pence and the Biden thing is that they did their own internal searches by themselves, unprompted. They were like, oh shit, we found these documents. They gave them back. And there was there didn't have to be any sort of... like exchange of fbi no searches like there's no raids no lines of lawyers yeah, yeah. so it's actually a pretty simple thing that happens all the time it's so funny that the lawyers begged trump they were like <laughs> they're like are you sure you have no documents right like please and they was like i, don't know. I gave them all up what are you talking about what are you talking about and as it turned out donnie Donnie had the docs. It's just if I was... Donnie had the docs. If I was hiding (laughs) classified documents, I feel like I wouldn't just go showing them to everybody. I wouldn't just, like, pull them out. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes, the fuck you would. The whole reason you have the documents is to show them off. Is to show them off. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. You don't just keep them for bathroom reading like you suggested. Instead of, like, magazines on your coffee table, it's just, like, a random, like military classified piece of documentation that your your guests can flip through (laughs) this case though it so actually when it when it comes to trial right when they are going very soon august um, possibly august yeah possibly possibly they'll probably delay it as much as they can but yeah trump will try but we'll see when it comes to these cases it's, it's usually hard to actually prove that there was this willful retention, right? Um, unless, because it it depends on how much evidence you have that the person willingly did not give it back when asked. Tried to keep them. Which is exactly what this tape <laughs> proves he did and probably every other piece of evidence that we know about this case is that trump did everything wrong like most people couldn't possibly get jail time for what he did except for he found a way he found a way if someone did this people have done this exact thing and they are already in jail just like that snap of the fingers quick story in the clinton administration where a guy left the white house and had stuffed documents in his socks oh my god and he did not go to jail for this what? same thing because he gave Wait. him back or he didn't give him back i just think that maybe bill clinton pardoned him 
But um, just say <laughs> he did not go to jail though. I know that. I know that for sure. This is a, a very famous story. I Documents can need, you really stuff in your more. socks? Probably more than you think. Honestly, <laughs> at least two. Two? No, no. You could get at least five pieces of paper in your sock. Okay, but uh, documents are like stapled, like groups of paper. How big was his feet? That's another question. Yeah, that's what I'm that's wondering. That's the main question. Hmm. I think that relates exactly to how Trump and his lawyer tried to conceal the fact that he had these documents from his other lawyer. It's the it's on the, the team. It's the it's the going behind your own lawyer's back, which is is how you know that you probably <laughs> never shouldn't be, be doing what you're I doing. I can never be good. <laughs> that's the, that's really funny to me. He went to such lengths to hide this material. He really didn't do it well, though. Like, <laughs> for how much effort he put into keeping these documents, you'd think that he would have hidden them somewhere, like maybe a basement, like a dark room, somewhere yeah. secret. Well, hold on, Big hold wall. on. No, wheel. wait, there's the whole coffin thing. Remember that? The that coffin. he put that he put classified documents in the coffin that he buried at the golf course. Like there's documents in there. Should we dig them up? Joe, you're looking at me like you think I'm crazy. I thought I've not his heard anything about this. You didn't hear about it. All right, his ex-wife passed away. No, I heard about that. He buried his ex-wife on his golf course. Right. That was fucking crazy. I read this. I read this whole thing. I read this whole fucking Twitter thread about it. Where there's some laws because it's like underground. <laughs> No, it, because it's like his business. Okay, so it's his business, right? But then when he buries someone there, it technically gets yeah. classified as a burial site. And if it's a burial site, they can't excavate excavate it looking for things. So how confident are you that if you dug up that grave right now, you'd find the classified documents? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confident. You're they confident? had like ten they had like ten people carrying that coffin out. Okay. It was maybe... stuffed with something. They have, they have not found, oh, apparently, they have not found the Iran war plan yet, which is hey. the one that he showed in the tape <laughs> to that author. So they couldn't find it. He wasn't charged for it because they literally couldn't find it. So he still got it somewhere. Wait, that's crazy. So there, it, there is still more he's hiding. Yeah, uh, there's 100% still more that he's hiding. Are you I'm kidding? Not, what? I'm, not, I'm not sure I'm buying the coffin conspiracy theory. <laughs> Thomas, 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 Thomas. Yeah. Why? Okay. I might be wrong. Let but me, let me put believe... my, my conspiracy theory hat on. <laughs> yeah, put it second. on. All right, all right. They moved extremely fast to bury I'm, the deceased. I, I'm saying that, and that doesn't, that makes sense, actually, because that's how that works. Right. But despite that, he buried her at his golf course for, for a tax exemption. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's fair, fairly normal Trump stuff. But within, what, what within, <laughs> <laughs> think about that. Fucking burying your ex-wife in your property for tax reasons. Yeah, I would That's not funny. do that. I wouldn't do that. That's kind of funny. I might do it. Um, he buried her. 
which legally makes it so you can't dig it up under any circumstance. Because then you get ghosts and ghouls, and nobody wants. Yeah, that. you don't want ghosts. You don't want ghouls. <laughs> I want zombies. Yeah. So uh, honestly, I am pro. He put stuff in the coffin. Hey, well, you can you can dig it up, Stephen. Nobody's stopping you. Yeah. I might just. You have I, a shovel. I'm, I might just. I don't have a shovel. Can I borrow one? I'll get you a shovel if that's what you want to do. But you cannot <laughs> tell anybody you got it from me. So other than just putting it in the coffin, he was moving boxes out of storage rooms. Moving he them. even just, you know, just, you know, I want him there. I want him there. <laughs> I want to look at him. Put him on the coffee table for guests. Right. He told an attorney to search the room for classified materials so that, you know, they could they could say back to the National Archive that they don't have any documents. Without saying that dozens of boxes were being kept elsewhere. Of course, of course. Right. He suggested that an attorney hide or destroy documents that had been subpoenaed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he actually caused another person to make false statements. Yeah, just lying. Yeah. He's great. He's really great. He's so funny. <laughs> Don't worry, when I win the next election, I'll just pardon you. You can do these crimes for me. It's it's some old school stuff. Nobody's doing crimes like this anymore. These kind of crimes... (laughs) I appreciate that that quality of Trump. You're right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, when you're a criminal, you do criminal shit all the time, right? I mean, you can't just be half a criminal, right? I feel like... At this point in Trump's career, he should be better at being a criminal. He should be better at it. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. think he was ever necessarily trying like <laughs> hard to cover anything up. Honestly, this is what, what I'm trying to say is if you're going to be committing crimes, which Trump has been doing all the time, <laughs> his whole life, you don't stop doing crimes because you're afraid of the law right <laughs> you don't not do the dumb ones you do them all yeah. you got to do all the crimes if you're going to do some of the crimes you got to do all the crimes i do like all the crimes that's fair no i guess i understand like what is he that. like he's like he's afraid of nara is it nara or nora i don't know how to the that's national, one of his lawyers oh the, oh, the no. national presidential records whatever they're called right whatever that acronym is um He's not afraid of them, right? Like he's fucking. He's like <laughs> withheld housing from like black people <laughs> because he is racist. He's done that before, <laughs> but he's not gonna be afraid that of like taking some fucking documents. He's like, fuck you! I'm gonna take these fucking documents. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Stop me? To be fair, he could argue that since he doesn't believe that he's not the president. He's got every right to keep those documents. Like plead insanity. I don't think that'll. I don't think that'll hold up. Uh, yeah, for some it reason, I just won't hold up. It probably hold up. won't hold up. His defense has been, has been, uh, the uh, the Presidential Records Act that gives him the right to do all this stuff. And d- despite or like moving on from the whole tape thing, where he basically admitted that he knows he's not allowed to have these documents. He knows they're classified, and he knows he could have declassified them earlier, but didn't. So now he can't. He knows all that, but you know his public persona. He's 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 maintaining the stance that he's allowed to have all these documents because of the Presidential Records Act. But that act is it's pretty straightforward. 
it, there's actually some there's actually some some real simple lines in that act like um it's, it establishes the president records automatically transfer to the legal custody of the archivist as soon as the president leaves office that's in there that's one of the hmm. that's <laughs> pretty straightforward <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> i don't know if he's got some like different interpretation but um, he just understands the law a little better than us yep it's a uh, it's it's a tough it's a tough one for Trump. I don't know how he's going to get out of this one. I don't I haven't heard a strategy that's not if he did it I'm allowed to do it or or I can do this. Come on. What are you talking about? Like those are Yeah, but that's what he's always done and he's always wiggled his way out of fucking everything. Yeah, but he's never had to go in front of a jury. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But like what's the legal argument? I mean, I don't think he, I don't know. We're going to find out. I actually haven't read any of these articles where they've talked about his legal argument. Because he doesn't have leading, one. Yeah, leading me to believe that he just doesn't have one. I mean, he can whine about Hillary's emails all he wants. He can whine, whine about Biden's documents in Chinatown. I think that's really funny that he always says <laughs> that they're in Chinatown. <laughs> but he can lie about, he can talk, whine about that all day. But like you, you bring that to a court, they're just going to laugh at you. They're going to say, what? What are you talking well, about? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Now, that was actually one thing uh, listed about their strategy in some of the research we did. Is that the lawyer's hopes is that they get one guy. Yeah, one guy. <laughs> Maybe we can we'll, give this one guy. We'll think that he didn't do it. <laughs> so that he's proven not guilty. Yeah. Or a mistrial. Um, but he... Um, another defense that he has has mentioned is that um there's the tape obviously where he's like oh look at the fucking iran war plan right like and i'm just gonna look through these documents and whatnot but he um his defense for that is that he's just a liar is what he said yeah he, <laughs> he said, said he was on, lying he's like he said on truth social he was like um Oh, or in it was it in a true? So I think it was in an interview. He was like, "Oh, I'm just being braggadocious. Like I'm actually not really. <laughs> I'm not really braggadocious. I didn't really have those documents. I was just showing some random pieces of paper. I don't have the Iran war plan. I swear. But, swear, I, I I scribbled that up. Yeah, but I imagine that they're just gonna have the woman who's writing the book testify, and she's gonna be like, "Yeah, I saw the Iran war yeah, plan. I saw, those. I saw that. It's <laughs> so funny. It's yeah. so funny." To they, dig a little deeper into yeah. the, the case, there is one very important and surprisingly cool <laughs> man behind the case, and that is Jack Smith. Garland's number one attack dog. <laughs> and he is fucking biting. Yeah, he, he is. He is biting. So he smells blood. He, <laughs> he wants justice. Yeah. He is a department prosecutor, and he was chosen for really his extensive experience that we will go into in really. (laughs) He did crash his bicycle. (laughs) We'll talk about. Uh, But he has a lot of experience in high stake cases, both for politicians in the United States and abroad. Traveled gentleman. Yeah. But doing research on this guy, most of the stuff was about him crashing his bicycle, I will say. Yeah. Thomas, 
Thomas really wants to talk about his triathlon experience. It's, it's not me. That was half the articles that we read. It, We're was, about triathlon experience. it was a lot. So not only is he a very experienced lawyer, but apparently he also likes triathlons and he got hit by a fucking truck. Yeah. Like tried war criminals at the Hague, which is like kind of cool. Yeah, but, but I hope he didn't time. ride a bicycle on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you'd have a fat chance of getting hit by a bus yeah so mr smith correct me if i'm wrong uh he was the special counsel assigned to the case correct yes he's, he's in charge by merrick yes. garland assigned specifically yeah. by merrick garland yeah so he has been collecting evidence leading the team against trump and, and let me this tell guy, you it's it's tough work clearly <laughs> 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 there's a couple trucks that have his blood out for him like it's um, like prosecuting trump's like chasing hansel and gretel like <laughs> my, my second grade teacher could collect enough evidence to <laughs> <laughs> um this guy is so feared by the trump's trump's lawyers that beside behind the, the scenes ones that are left <laughs> the ones that are left behind the scenes one of trump's lawyers Publicly, they're saying, you know, this guy is bullshit. These charges he are bringing up is bullshit. He's, he's politicized. He's uh, intimidating witnesses. He's intimidating witnesses. Behind the scenes, they're fucking scared. They're saying to be wary of Jack Smith because of his experience and his knowledge and his, and super his expertise. His unique name. <laughs> his unique name and his biking skills this is actually what biden was talking about when he when he says jack all the time he's talking about this guy right yeah, he's here. talking about jack smith here's the deal jack <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the whole time he's been secretly conversing with the justice department mm -hmm. yeah in his speeches that's that's big i think republicans might jump jump on that yep, that yeah. is actually good an idea jack um one thing that i thought was super fucking cool about Jack Smith, other than surviving getting hit by a truck, um, was in a recent meeting with Trump's lawyers. Uh, Jack Jack is known, Mr. Smith is known of kind of being this elusive figure a little bit. Recently, he was spotted going to Subway, and it, it made news because he, he's usually not seen, or at least recently not seen. Yeah. Right? They got, they got him at Subway. <laughs> He's friends with Jared. He's eating um, fresh? Hold on. <laughs> um, in a meeting with Trump's lawyers, he basically intimidated them by literally just sitting back, saying little, and allowing his subordinates to do most of the talking. Right? Just sitting there, fucking giving them the death stare. They all know that he's the big dog. And he's just sitting there. Eating a $5 foot long, just staring at that. Eating foot long. So that's a little bit of the background in the case of one of the most important figures. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about it soon. Uh, uh, hopefully this trial will be quick and Trump will be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> really I don't know. I don't think he's, I think. Maybe. Fingers I don't crossed. think he's going to get jail time. I mean, like the more you think about it, I don't know. I don't, I don't. If he gets charged, yeah. he's going to jail. That's like, the like you really yeah. think you really, really think. What are they gonna do? Put him in a house arrest? Oh, you mean like is he gonna see the inside of a jail cell? Yeah. No, no, no. He will go on house arrest. 
Really? Yeah, I mean, he's he's not going to go to actual jail. The logistics of that are crazy. He's at the Secret Service. Yeah. They can't, like, if he goes to jail and he gets, like, prison shanked, that'd not be good. I mean, at that point, that's on him. It kind of is on him. He's not... I mean, as soon as he gets to jail, he knows he needs to find the biggest guy in the room. <laughs> Just him. <laughs> Take him down. Top dog. He actually probably would be the biggest guy in jail. No, probably not. You don't think so? The, the biggest, biggest, toughest guy in jail. He's 6'4". Six, six, I don't think he's really 6'4". He's really I don't buy it either, but that's what he says he is. He is like 6-something. He also says that he... Isn't doing crimes every other day, and he does. He also yeah, says he has true. bone spurs. This is not a trustworthy guy. He also says he has bone spurs. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's that's the new update on the on the Trump case. We'll keep you as we move closer to August. We will hopefully get some more info, and who knows? Maybe the the trial will move fast, and we'll get a conviction. Though I doubt it. Yeah, we'll see. That it will move fast. I think we might get a conviction. I just, want, I just want him to go on the stand. Maybe Trump will remember where he put the Iran war plan. Yeah, maybe he'll figure <laughs> it out. Talking about war plans in Russia. In Russia. <laughs> this, as you probably, you may have heard. Um, this, this caught like global media by storm. Really quick. There was a potential coup attempt by the head of one of Russia's mercenary units. The Wagner Group. The Wagner Group. Wagner. Wagner. Wagner Group. They say it weird over there. And there is so much to this story. Lots. Lots to unpack. It really is. And it it confused a lot of people at what happened. There were tanks I mean, in Moscow. Yeah. Weird stuff. Weird stuff. The short the shorthand version of it is this leader of, of this mercenary group, the Wagner group. Um Rigozhin. He essentially took his twenty five thousand troops and marched towards Moscow. He was actually able to take one of Russia's military bases, communication bases, in a different town. And then after that, he actually started moving towards Moscow, getting as close as 200 kilometers away from the city. Yeah. And I remember while it was happening, it's interesting you said it 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 was global news because while it was happening, none of the American cable news networks were covering it. Not a single one. Yeah. It was very yeah. strange. I, I, Twitter was literally the best mm, source of information. Definitely. Yeah. But once we hit that point, to literally everyone's surprise, I don't think like anyone could have saw this coming. Right. Or definitely not, you know, any large portion. He literally just turned around and left. It was over as quick as it started. Basically, I had so much hope. Yeah, I had so much hope that there would be this. It's bad to say, and a lot of people pointed this out because the Wagner Group 
are literal Nazis. They're bad prisoners. people. Bad people, guys. Bad people. Um, not the good and, guys in this story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, like, a civil war isn't good. But, like, in the perfect world, you know, they could come and overturn Putin and hopefully somehow something good could come from that. Like, that is what everyone's hope was when we heard this happened. But the exact opposite happened, right? There wasn't any kind of bloodshed. He literally just left. It was a show of force. Some deal got made backdoor. Putin was being like a little a little baby and he wouldn't talk to the guy uh, wouldn't talk to the guy directly so his like second in command kind of they they got a little deal going and then he turned his troops around and left second in command aka the president of Belarus an entirely <laughs> separate sovereign nation and uh, it's very strange. <laughs> a little little toady yeah yeah so this the Belarusian president Lukashenko Kashenko um apparently actually foster fostered the deal with the Wagner group head and convinced him to get the fuck out of Russia and spend the rest of his days in exile in Belarus, probably living in a mansion with lots of hookers and money and good food. You know, quick fun fact about Lukashenko. Uh, he, he, um, he has a very famous quote where he said, I would rather be a dictator than be gay. That's funny. And really? He also said that he has no sympathy for gay people, but he has sympathy for lesbians. Interesting. <laughs> I saw that somewhere. <laughs> you know, that's, that's based. That's based, man. That's about as based as you can get for <laughs> Russia <European> dictators. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but as you were saying, he actually has even even more interesting history from this. So as we stated a couple of times now, he is this head of this giant military group that essentially does the dirty work for Russia. But before that, he actually ran a catering company. Yeah, a guy, a guy with many talents. Jack of all trades. There's a lot of crossover you, in the catering business. I was going to say, do you think time. there's crossover? <laughs> <laughs> you want to give an example, Thomas? Well, when you're when you're delivering food from one place mm-hmm. to another, it's kind of mm-hmm. like when you're yeah secretly sending soldiers out in yeah. the night to do war crimes. Real, real. That's real. Yeah, that's real. So essentially, he rose because he gained these contracts. Uh, government contracts for catering related to food in some some he was a foodie. way, he was shape, a foodie. or form. He was a yeah. foodie, apparently. And essentially, those connections and that money he gained through that, he was able to start this military group that then was used all over the place. So this group has been known for committing war crimes. Their specialty specialty yeah. i mean if you guys know what like blackwater is it's like think of blackwater but like five times worse blackwater is like the 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 american mercenary group that we that helped fight us the war in iraq and they fucking like massacred villages of iraqis and stuff like that but, like way way worse than that somehow that's that's the wagner, that's group. The wagner group yeah and, and a lot of it stems from the fact that 
the people in the group are literal prisoners. Like, they recruit prisoners out of their prison sentences to come and serve in the military group. Yeah. I mean, some of the war (laughs) crimes that you've heard from, uh, out of uh, Ukraine are, like, so disgusting. Like, you have the, um, the, there's, like, the kidnapping of Ukrainian children from their parents, executing their parents, and then taking the children back to Russia and yeah. putting them in orphanages as like Terrible. a form of genocide in um, Ukraine. It's fucking, it's disgusting. But like, it, at a certain point, like, there were people, I guess, I don't know, I, in the fight between Putin and the Wagner group. I guess you root for the fight, right? Yeah. For the fight. Yeah. 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 That's a good everybody to get blown up. Yeah. Exactly. Good way to put it. Um, So this group was originally created so that Russia's military goals could be pushed while not directly tying it to the government, right? Despite the fact that they were getting hundreds of millions of dollars a month. In funding from the government, they had this plausible deniability where they could say, "Hey, that's a private military group. We don't know. What's we going are on. not responsible. Right. We are not responsible." Um, and and it's it's absolutely horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And it was absolutely crazy how this basically all stemmed because the Russia the Russian government wasn't doing a good job supplying the group. That that is what the head of the group stated when he first started marching back towards when he first started marching Prigozhin, he released a video and he said that russia had airstriked two thousand of their troops not maybe maybe by accident but he said it's what happened and then they start they turned around because they were fighting in ukraine right before this coup started they're all in ukraine some of them are in you know middle eastern countries protecting Russian interests, other stuff like that. But bulk of them are in Ukraine fighting the war. They turn around from their posts. I think it was like in some some city in Ukraine. I forget the name right now. They turn around from their posts and they start marching to Moscow instantly. And then they just turn around like two days later and they're, and they're going back to their posts. That's crazy. It's crazy. And when this happened, when they turned around... There was so much speculation if it was even real. Yeah. Right. If it was, it was just, fast. It was fast. Some people thought it was Russian misinformation. Some people just didn't believe it. Mostly it's half in part because we hoped it wasn't true. Half in part because it just it didn't make sense at the time. How do you literally start a coup and march 25,000 soldiers near the capital of your country and then turn around? Give up instantly and what if you're a russian citizen getting fed yeah. russian propaganda every day about how this war is like something that you have to do or something like what do you how do you explain that to your people like oh actually it wasn't a coup we were just doing a p- big parade <laughs> it's insane the thing is though he didn't lose necessarily a lot of people are coming out now sources are coming out now and saying that his goal probably wasn't to necessarily overthrow the government right he said his his issue wasn't with the head of state it was with the ministry of defense 
for Russia. So not Putin like the way that like Putin's cronies. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Another big thing was that he like super undercut the whole like basis of the war. Like he was like going at the Ministry of Defense and he was saying like this war in Ukraine is based on corruption and stuff like that. And he released all these videos on Telegram, uh, the site that I guess the Nazis use. I don't know. Something that the <laughs> Very popular uses. in Russia. Yeah. Um and uh so I mean like being a Russian citizen and hearing that it's probably not super persuasive towards your own uh, war effort. Right. Especially hmm. if you've already got speculations about the war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there there was a lot of public support. There was videos of him going down the street and the car windows open and people were shaking his hand congratulating him both on his way there and on his way out so (laughs) there was a lot of public support there was i believe no bloodshed when they went to that first city and they took over the uh communication center the defense communication center of russia Uh, there was some bloodshed they shot down some goddamn fucking planes along their way but when they actually got to the city like the people there they surrendered. They're, the local police didn't put up a fight. There was no military they did have there. Tanks, though, to be fair. But that was in that was in. If I saw a tank marching and I was like a policeman with a gun, I'd probably be. Like, oh yeah. All right, you yeah, guys won this one. Good job. I'm gonna go take a break. <laughs> I'm taking yeah. my lunch. But there was policeman. I'd probably get my own tank. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they have them. They do. They have them. Right. So there was some level of public support, but overall, just absolutely crazy outcome but yeah it it didn't seem like now that we're a few days past the coup the coup it didn't really seem like there was much of a chance that he was going to overthrow the government they were saying he doesn't have he's like this catering guy he's not like a rich oligarch with rich oligarch friends when you're doing a coup you need some powerful friends and he it seemed like he didn't really have that he just has a lot of army guys he didn't have the juice. He didn't have the juice. So he got what he wanted. Now he gets to live in Belarus. Probably Putin doesn't seem like the forgiving type, but... Uh, <laughs> I, I know. know. I know him. He's going to forgive him. He has a Forg- kind The forgive and forget him. type of dictator. <laughs> I say live and let live. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if, if anybody ever hears from this guy ever again, but... Whatever. No it was an interesting weekend. We'll put yeah. it like that. With that, unfortunately, we don't have time to talk about the most important story. <laughs> Bidenomics. Bidenomics. Did you guys did you guys take Bidenomics 101 in college? <laughs> Bidenomics eventually, but <laughs> next week, starting first story, doesn't matter what happens, the moon could blow up. We are talking Bidenomics. If you haven't heard, <laughs> you need to get on it. It is the future of this country and our economics. Hey, you joke. Bidenomics. You joke. But listen here, Jack. Name. <laughs> We're listen talking here, about Jack that. Smith. <laughs> With that, thank you all for coming in and listening. Time is now over. It's half, half past goon. I hate that. I hate saying that. I'm not saying that again. Say it that was very bad. Well. You could try again if you want. Fuck you. Um, 
I really hope to see you all next week. Make sure to check out some of our clips and videos on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you view your content. That, we will see you guys all next time. Bye, guys. Bye.